Welcome back to Out of the Rough Golf Podcast. It's your boy Kid with the first <laughs> intro I've ever done. A uh, little bit of a different episode for you guys this time. Uh, this is short following that strange amalgamation of audio you possibly consumed right before this. Um, we're just keeping the ball rolling, but within two different segments, just to keep these things in ready, easy, accessible order. So for this podcast, you're going to get a treat. We're not really talking about any golf that you care about. I, uh, uh, we're going to be talking about stuff. That's why it's a treat. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be talking about our fantasy league, which we usually tack on the end of episodes and just kind of give updates and stuff like that. And if people are following along with that. God bless your soul. Thank you. You uh, must be in our fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we're also going to be talking about something kind of new that we're doing. Uh, it's not really podcast related, but we have this kind of local tournament coming up that we're kind of putting together, which is a group of us of our friends called the Ranger Cup. It's a spinoff of the Ryder Cup, kind of like their 12 versus 12 teams. We're not as cool as them, so we could only get <laughs> six versus six going. But uh, it's uh, it's going to be fun, and we're doing it this upcoming weekend for the at the same time as the Masters. We're going to do early morning rounds and then watch the Masters in the afternoon. So it's going to be like a way to commemorate the weekend. And uh, we'll be doing two different courses here in Austin, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be a fun time. But before we jump into that, uh, we're going to uh, talk about our fantasy league. Let's jump in because I have. <laughs> All of the tools here to be able to do this, so it's kind of one side. Uh, I'm going to do this the the points update, and I usually start from the bottom up. Um, started from the bottom, now we eat. And uh, I usually would pass this on to Ryan to speak to his team, but you're not in last anymore, We're man. not in last. Yeah, you're not in last anymore. But Big week this week. Let's, <laughs> let's the person who is in last is not unfamiliar with last yeah Yeah. uh jimmy has found his way back to the bottom of the uh fantasy scoreboard um i mean it'd be it should come as no surprise to anyone that he's found himself back down here you know looking at his squad you would think they'd be performing better for him but then you realize how little he's really paid attention to his team since it's been going because if I were him, I would have dashed the hopes of Ches Reeve and Dylan Fratelli a long time ago, even though I was a huge proponent of Dylan Fratelli in the draft. But look, you make adaptions. I have already cut multiple people on my team, and look where I am. Not in last, folks. Yeah. And I was deeply in last in the early stages of the season. So, you know, the Longfellows are clocking it with six points. They're, you have made a come up. I have made a come up. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to me. I'll have some. Yeah, I'll yeah, have some yeah. I, I imagine you have some thoughts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as as I do. Um, the Longfellows got six points in, in last place, and uh, their best earners are a tie between Patrick Cantley and Victor Hovland. The, the low performers are Ches Reeve and Dylan Fratelli. Uh, I would hope to think one of those guys are getting cut soon to get some new blood in there. Hopefully freshen things up. There's some, definitely some high value picks out there. Still guys that are performing well that like just aren't being touched. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, if this is Charlie Hoffman finding form again after this week, maybe pick up the big boy. I, 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 don't, I don't know. <laughs> just throwing things out there. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll proceed to the next team and, you know, making the huge climb up a single point to seven points. Can I say one thing real quick? Yeah, I, sure. I failed and I'm really, kicking myself in the ass for not mentioning this in the other podcast but this is the official two-year mark of the podcast being together we started on the pre-masters pod two years ago and 
we've been doing the podcast for two years. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Sure have. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just was thinking about it, and yeah. I'm sure anyone listening to this knows that. <laughs> <laughs> they may, they may not, you know. I just felt like I should say that. Yeah. I uh, cared about it. Hey, we're, we're still here. Yeah. We're still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> the revenue is coming in, folks, and we appreciate it. Yeah, we're, we're still well. at net zero. <laughs> Look, guys, we haven't lost money yet. Yeah. We haven't been sued yet. That's better than a lot. <laughs> Which, honestly, like, if Jordan I'm surprised people it, listen. I mean, we, we, haven't, we haven't been sued yet. Like, it could happen. It's because <laughs> they didn't hear it. Um, But, yeah, let's get on to your team, right? I do have the best lawyers in the game, so don't even think about it. That is a crucial note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ryan, My away. team is hanging in there, you know. Um, we had an unfortunate situation where we had to let Lee go a little before his time. We, uh, we still support Lee. We're excited <laughs> about what he's doing. Um, really proud of him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, sometimes old dogs some, do some learn new flourish, tricks. <laughs> some people flourish in different programs. You yeah, know? Some exactly. guys just can't work under some coaches and like you sent them on their way and now they're flourishing. Yeah, exactly. Like Dwight Howard getting into the Lakers, <laughs> found a new kind of locker room. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Lee Westwood is my Dwight Howard. And we'll leave it at that. But, you know. Doesn't have a major, doesn't have a finals. Mm, or I guess he definitely has a finals, but it's Lakers. fine. Yeah. Um, no, you know, we're waiting for summertime. I think the boys are all going to catch a stride. I will say ninth is a tough spot to pick and we're just going to see what happens. So I feel good about the boys. I know Webb is going to get back into form. He's good for a win or two. Wolfie's obviously going to come through. You know, we're, we're there. We're, we're hanging on. We're just I trying would to go get... out on a limb and say ninth is one of the better spots to pick. Strongly disagree. No, yeah, you get, you get the, the double good, pick. You get the you get the snake end on what is pretty get, much like a steep drop off, and then it becomes this situation where everyone's pretty like like you're getting just the end of the drop off. I would say the most points, and we could go back and look. The most points come from the top four picks, That's and Spieth is not the true. the Spieth is the the exception to that. That's rule. That's still not true. Rory and DJ are not performing that well right now. I guarantee you by the end well, of the I year mean, they will be. Sure. We maybe. could actually go back like we don't do it right now. I'm saying <laughs> yeah, like, like let's definitely not do that, but but we could go back and look from last year like what the points and who the first picks I were. had the fourth overall pick last year and I ended up in second place. And you had Rom and I had Rombo. Yeah. yeah. But I, I guess I couldn't speak to Bryson was a the highest points earner last season, yeah. and he was on Andy's team. And I don't he was know. His, I he think, was his third pick. I think Rom definitely was top four last year, so he came in definitely. JT the first pick last season was the second highest points, and earner. he was the first pick this season as well. Yeah, but he's not like he's doing. He's doing. He's doing good right now. Yeah. But regardless, ninth isn't a bad place to pick from. Like it just felt like you're I, you're I, guessing a lot. On on guys, no. I think the no. middle of the pack is the worst place to be. I would, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. Middle of the pack, like the fact that Haley's doing as well as she is, and you're doing as well as you are, is a testament to you guys. Like, just having some dogs. 
<laughs> having having some we dude. got some roses but, in this but, but uh Ryan I mean speak to your team you have two guys earning points for you right now you got the other four guys on your team are either negative or zero points yeah we we <laughs> we went out on a limb a little bit we're expecting yeah you kind of blame your draft position on a guy who picked based on alliteration like <laughs> no no I'm talking specifically about my first overall pick in the position I was in and following it up, Web? Like, I took Webb and Wolf were my two. Wolf and, is and letting Wolf you is, down. Yeah, and I don't. I, and I feel like I am to not to blame. I mean, for I it. did say on the draft like I wouldn't have gone with you. Wolf. You wanted Cantley. Yeah, I d- for sure can't believe that you didn't choose Cantley first. Because yeah. there's no way Jimmy would have picked Webb Simpson. <laughs> like if you just thought about that for like two seconds. Yeah, uh, there was an OWGR situation. Where <laughs> that being Webb said, like. <laughs> To, to Ryan's credit, like he was the ninth pick and Jimmy was the tenth pick, and they're in ninth and tenth place in the league. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, shit. Something to be said. You guys couldn't figure. So. You guys couldn't figure out how to wrangle a snake there. Yeah. That being said, I think Jimmy made the right picks there. Patrick Cantley and Victor Hovland were the the two correct picks there. For sure. Um, or you could argue that Sung Jay was a better pick over Victor Hovland. Yeah. That Just with the seen. events he plays, but. Yeah. You know, we'll 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 see. Um, but you got any words around like your boy Woodland or Cooch? Look, Cooch is a stinky pick. Cooch is gonna win at least one event this year. I will put money another twenty dollar bet. You gotta remember to write these things down. You guys bet twenty dollars last podcast about Woodland versus no no no. It was uh, Cameron Smith versus yeah versus um, yeah. yeah yeah Cameron Smith that. Uh, he was going to do call Morikawa. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys should write that down. Yeah, <laughs> we'll jot it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> noted. Um, um, no, I think Kuch will win an event. I, I really do. For the season of this calendar year, for that's the very, cal- that's a very yeah. different thing. I'll give you calendar year. You do realize a calendar year is worse for Dave. Yes, <laughs> I was trying to phrase it oh, in a I'm way that listening. <laughs> I'm writing notes. Oh. Um, he's offering you the calendar year for Kucha. that Kucha will win a, 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 a win an event, a, a PJ Tour event. Yes. So the one that he won last fall season wouldn't count because right. it was a it was basically an exhibition. Yeah. PJ Tour. If you would take this every day of the fucking week, this bet. Say it one more time. Sorry, I was Kucher calendar year. Yes. Done. Twenty spot. Him? Who do I have? You have Not no one. Just, <laughs> you have the field. Guys, Dave is an entire wine bottle deep if you didn't listen to the previous pod. So. One and a quarter. <laughs> yes. Um, the uh, You have a bet with Ryan now. That yes. is, you have that Matt Kuchar will not win in the year 2021. Oh. I didn't have someone that was going to win? No. no. You just have everyone but Kuchar. Yeah, I'll take it. Right. <laughs> you already did. <laughs> I have that everyone besides Kucher will win the rest of the events of the year. And I think that's a completely reasonable bet. <laughs> I stand by it. I mean, okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be his caddy, but I stand by it. I mean, your your top performing pick that matches Webb Simpson is your 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 second to last pick, which was Kevin Knott. Yeah, which had one win. Yeah. Yeah. But he walked it in. Yeah, we're and Kevin Na is a, a horse for the course. When he gets the right field, he's yeah, going mean, to play well. Expect him to play well in a couple of these midseason events, yeah. like Harbor Town or Colonial. Mm-hmm. Like you'll you'll see him do pretty yeah. well at those places. He'll probably get you a top twenty. Yeah. All right, so jumping up from Ryan's team, we're we're going up. Uh, 
four points to Ando squad in uh, eighth place. Uh, you know, his team is being kind of spearhead, honestly, by the disc gr- jockey. Well, he, symbolically, yes. Like, he's not <laughs> the highest points earner on no, his team. No, but he is the team captain and the... If we're allocating captains, I'd assume he would pick DJ as the captain. Although he doesn't strike me as like a true like leadership type. He kind of he's strikes me as more like guy, he's yeah. the enforcer that yeah, you like send. Yeah. But everyone knows he's like the alpha male. Uh, honestly, the alpha on that team, like in terms of like leading, is probably Sergio. Like, oh, I, I'm just saying, like if there's no. a guy that's like commanding people to do, like he's got, he's he, he's the veteran. I mean, it's not Bubba. It's no. not Cameron Smith. It's not Cameron Davis. He has two Camerons. <laughs> he does have. I he firmly, should be. Keep, I firmly go with it's DJ. But he's he's just not going to court. And this is such a stupid abstract conversation. Yeah. <laughs> just leave that um, alone. <laughs> uh, his highest points earner is. For Tony the record, Fino. I'm with DJ. <laughs> is uh, Tony Finau is his highest points earner at five, and then he's got Bubba Watson, Cameron Davis, just dropping two goose eggs not goose eggs but two negative points yeah bundles on his team. worse than a goose egg yeah worse than a goose egg mm-hmm. um he had tiger woods unfortunate with the car accident and this the surgery day to go through so he, tiger didn't play any events for him this this season not going um, to either yeah he, he, he won't be i mean i don't know about for the i mean there's no way probably. he plays this year i mean uh, yeah pro- i would go out on a limb and he'll be back for augusta next year <laughs> i mean we'll see to hope like he got in a gnarly car accident. Like yeah, he's already had back issues. He just literally had another back surgery and got in a car accident. Like this, like I'm not wishing ill will on the guy. When I, I just said that, I had just forgotten he was in a car accident. I was channeling that thing where he was oh, talking wow. about how he might be back from back surgery. At, he uh, was in a gnarly car. No, I remember that yeah. now. <laughs> but when I was saying that, I was channeling the like, he the, might be at, like, remember there's like, Augusta he might be at Augusta this year. this year. And I was like, God, that's fucking crazy. And then like, I forgot about the car accident just now. The yeah. back is going to be Granted, interesting it's, too. Like it's late and I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, unfortunately he wasn't able to play for Andy's team and, uh, or hoping for, you know, speedy recovery and him and everyone doing all right. Um, jumping up to uh, a tie for sixth place. Um, Chaboy, your Chaboy. My team is up in the ranks, guys, at 14 points. My squad is coming into form just like four weeks ago. Listen, five weeks ago, my team was negative six points or something Jordan like that. Speth won for you this week. Yeah, we're talking after Valero and Jordan Spieth won this week, and he is now the highest points earner in the fantasy league. For a 2021 fantasy season, Jordan Spieth is the highest earner. And let's just... There's only two golf clubs going on right now, by the way. It's more, it's the, that's the majority, though. Yeah, yeah sure. Over, well, th- this could pass, like, You're right. any if, Senate if this bill. this was the Senate... <laughs> Granted, you could have been clapping with one hand and still won the Senate bill, but some people can. <laughs> Dave doing another visual bit. <laughs> I mean, he was trying to do auditory. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I had to do some stringent cuts in my early days of my season because Cameron Champ and Joel Damon were missing cuts like crazy, and then Joel Damon went ahead and won on. In, in, imagine, in, in the demand. Yeah. imagine if you didn't cut him. I mean, he, that would be cut Lee Westwood. I, I cut him for uh, Francesco Molinari. Imagine if he didn't cut him. Well, here, here's the thing: well, the is that looking at all of his low. missed cuts, he would be at zero points after that. When he missed five cuts, he Are won. You serious? He would have been at zero points. 
And Molinari is at zero points. So it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered, but, but it would have been a wash. Missed that many cuts. Dude, he was missing so many cuts. That's why they were saying that, like, it's, like, that's why he was so, like, thrilled. Like, yeah, it's, like, I it was, know. It was his I... first tour win, and, like, he was in such a dark place. Like, He's like, yeah, I went, you know, got, I went to Vegas and got hammered, and I'm <laughs> fucking playing. You just need a good bender. Like, he... he it was rough, man. It, it, it was, and I, I had to make an executive decision and you know, I'm happy for him, but this is kind of what happens on my team. When I cut you from my team, like you go ahead and like, I recommend anyone in my, in our league, when I cut someone like pick their ass up. <laughs> Cause they're going yeah, to be like, waiting for you to cut Rick. Well, no, Rick won't be cut. He'll be put on the trading block. That's Rick just because he knows your bias. I'm just hoping you cut Rick so he starts playing good. <laughs> I don't think even the kid. Well, bump he he can just say got a top twenty this week. He cut Chef. Chef started playing good. He fucking cut Joel. He gets a win. He's gonna cut Rick. Rick fucking wins the yeah, fucking Masters. Not gonna make a putt. <laughs> next year. Next like, year when he can kidding? qualify, <laughs> he's got some He's's, work to do just to no, get there. Um, I've uh, you know, I've got two people right now with negative points on my team that are actively playing: Ricky Fowler and mm. Carlos Ortiz. Um, Carlos Ortiz has gotten me a top 20, but he's missed two cuts. <laughs> so, you know, it's it, the it, Mexican Jordan Spieth. I'm so happy I picked him. <laughs> dude, relax. He's gonna, he's got, he's in the, he's in the field this week. More than can be said about Ricky, you know, <laughs> like, look, he's talking shit about his own team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man, at least Ricky can't lose me points this week. That's true. But, uh, yeah, so those are my two kind of low points. And then, obviously, we talk about Jordan just being lights out. He has 12 points right now, the highest in the league. Um, the That's chef. one over Ram Dog, who was after the, before this week. Though. Yeah. Um, and he hasn't even won a tournament. My second Top points earner right now is uh, Scotty the Chef Scheffler uh, with five points. Look, I stood by him. I st- stand by him again. I even said I won't be dropping him for this season. I still stand by that. So Shocking. Like, I mean, the, 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 I stand by my boys when I care oh, about them. He's playing dude. well. Of course you stand by him. I said that before he was earning a bunch of points. And I, I'll continue to do it. <laughs> um, and then my last one, who's the, definitely the, the most underperforming for what you expect from them, is Rory. He only has four points. Um, I was hoping for a big year for Rory. I'm hoping he still will have a big year. Ryan's convinced he will with the previous podcast. He's like, yeah. or even this podcast. I can't remember when he said it. Um, <laughs> That, you know, he should be performing in the top four. Like, he should be. Like, he was the second pick in the draft. He should be at least performing in the top four. Um, Look, if he's having, if he can just channel the 2018 year that he had, I think it was, when he won like five times. Yeah. Like, let's let's get some of that going for the tail end of this season. But uh, yeah, that wraps up my team at 14 points. Jumping on from there, one of the the uh, the most uh, static teams in the league. <laughs> like, uh, hasn't dropped anybody, has kind of stood by his men. Um, probably hasn't paid attention to the fantasy league like at all. We've got Kling's dynasty. That's yeah. uh, Kling's team uh, leading the charge. No surprise there is Colin Morikawa with nine points on his team, uh, followed by a pretty solid showing from Tommy Fleetwood at three points. Considering he's probably only played in five, six events on the PGA Tour um, so far this year, uh, I've he- actually redone my putting stroke from his, and it's been providing me the one round I've done it. Sick. <laughs> um, We've got Tyrrell Hatton losing him a single point. You know, if he had been, you know, creating points for the European Tour season, he'd be banging him out. But you know, we, we don't do that. He was right on the mix in WGC as well. Yeah, I didn't get him anything though. 
Um, they don't get a group stage. Uh, Louis Eustazen, three points for him. Awesome, right? Like, you just, I mean, he he's silently. Oost. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mark Leishman, uh, the Aussie, the, the smooth swinging uh, fellow himself, the, the hooker oosker. Um, Mark Leishman with one point for his team. Uh, you know, better than negative one point. It's like Ian Poulter is on the end of his yeah, squad. Yeah. So, you know, stoked uh, for Clint to be my uh, my rankings buddy right there, sharing the, the T6 spot. <laughs> uh, we'll see who surpasses who going forward. I think my team is just – we're just going to keep climbing. Yeah. climbing. We're trending right now. We are, um, especially going into – obviously, our team's comfiest major. Like, Rory hasn't won here, but he plays well here. Like, uh, and you know, need I say more about Jordan at the Masters? Like, we've covered that extensively. Thoroughly. And I'm telling you right now, the chef, he's going to play lights out. <laughs> I think he just needed this little bit of rest. Um, although he. What he, rest? <laughs> this little bit of rest. Between, I mean, what is the rest? Between what Valero rest is... and the Masters. Oh. The weekend. Yeah, that's yeah, a, a, a good, weekend. good Monday. A good, <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> needs a good Monday. <laughs> he's just gonna he'll be chowing on some pimento cheese and he's gonna be vibing um heading on up uh three points to Mitchapalooza at this uh, 17 points um his highest earner on his team is actually joint shared team effort from xander shoffley which would be expected first pick and ryan palmer ryan palmer <laughs> <folks>. <laughs> uh ryan palmer played well this nobody week. it's nobody easy to say it's early in the season nobody <laughs> expected that and I think I definitely probably was talking shit about the Ryan Palmer pick. I look, or Mitch wasn't expecting that. I mean, look, come on, he's a homie of John Rom. He's playing well. I mean, don't bring John Rom into this. <laughs> uh, his team is probably one of the most like well balanced. He has Brooks with five points. Almost entirely from his win at the W or at the TPC Scottsdale event. Isn't it actually entirely from? He may have like had a miscut so. then like a top. Yeah. No, he had a. He had. Oh, he actually had two miscuts right before it. He had two miscuts right before it and then one. I think they were both <laughs> knee issues. And then, and then he had a top. And then he had a top ten, yeah, which okay. is a two pointer. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, five points for him. Adam Scott with three points, which I think is kind of a win at this point in the season. For like sure. Adam Scott can kind of be streaky, can kind of go quiet for a while. It's and all then Late in the season, Mitch picked up Max Homa. Um, he picked him up after his win at Riviera. Uh, if you had picked up Max, like I was debating between Max Homa and Joel Damon in my uh, like draft. five round kind of yeah. draft spot. Um, and if I had done that, I think Max Homa would have had eight points right now that seems right he had like three top tens and then he won at yeah uh, at riv at riv um but he's got one point for mitch's team uh right now and i think that may have been at bay hill if i remember yep. correctly and then i talked about ryan palmer and then his two negative points on his team is from sam burns at negative one that happened this week uh and then doc redmond who he cut who was at negative three points so Mitch's team has actually been at 17 points since four weeks ago. 
Like he he's gained a little bit, but then he just goes right back down in some other fashion. Yeah. Like someone gets some points and then the same week. Somebody loses them. So it's not like no one's doing nothing. One step forward, two steps back, or two no, steps forward, one step back. Nope, just one step forward, one step back. Okay. Um, it's, uh, also known as just not moving. Yeah, he's, yeah. Just, he's just kind of <laughs> jogging in place. Um, jumping up three more points from that into the uh, the fourth spot in the league, we've got Oops, Daddy's Home. Uh <laughs> Their leading uh, points getter, also a clean team, hasn't dropped anybody, has maintained their squad, um, and with good reason. Everyone's in the positive. It's a well-rounded team. Highest earner is Justin Thomas with eight points. Then you have Will Zalatoris with six points. Smart pickup was a was a was a good choice for his squad. Um, Hideki Matsuyama with one point. Brendan Todd with one point, and then the two duos, uh, Abe Anser and Lonto Griffin with two points apiece. So. Kind Why of, are they the two duos? Because they have they each they both have two points. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, they're not like related or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, and then jumping up into the uh, bronze position, currently, if we were doing medals, um, we got Dave's dreamy dudes. You got you got a moment to speak on your squad, Dave? Yeah, I mean. They're a good squad. I got my boy Rombo heading up the pack. He was the leading points earners before this earner before this week. Uh, Spieth took it over with the win this week. I'm just delighted to say that. I will say that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm happy with my squad. It's early, you know, it's relatively early in the season. You know, we're in the third position. And no one fucking wins when they're right winning right off the bat, right? Unless you're Ando last year. <laughs> it happens, but it also doesn't happen. In our only historical record of this. <laughs> the only reference we have. No, we did it the year before that. The one we actually skipped a year. It was the previous year than that and we didn't finish. <laughs> I won that year actually. I had three major winners. Okay. But yeah, anyways. I got my boy Rom. He's vibing out. Everybody knows that. Pretty much the best player in the world, number one player in the world, besides I think maybe he's third two, now in the world. Maybe Jordan Spieth might be playing better than him, but besides him, that, it's well statistically Rom is Listen, for our fantasy league, kid. But eleven points from Rom. It's, it's big dick swinging energy. Yeah. yeah. Then I got my boy, the flusher, Harris English, number Three two pick for me. Yeah, he's gotten that from Kapalua, the very yep. first event. Yep. He's actually lost two since then. He has been extremely know. consistent at not getting points though, at that point, not losing points, which is yeah. you know big. No, he's lost important. two since then. Well, since those two points he's lost, he hasn't lost anymore. Yeah. Yeah, but he hasn't played a lot of events either. I listen, mean... he's listen, Harris, you need to start flushing it better than you've been flushing it. He played okay. he played four more events after that. Okay, then we got my boy Kiz, who is at minus one. Could have called that. Kid doesn't like Kiz. I think he's gonna finish net positive. I won't be dropping Kiz, so we can for the entirety of the season. No, you're gonna do the chef move with me. You're sticking by Kiz. I stay with Kiz for the for the entirety of the season. Lock in, no Mm -hmm. doubt. Sick. Do you (laughs) want to do another wager that Kiz over Kucher? Didn't you guys already do that? 
No, we just Cam did. Smith for... No, didn't you guys do like a Kucher bet like yes. on the previous pod? Whatever yeah, we... happened with that? No, it, right now we just did that like 10 minutes ago, I think, that I said Kucher I would Kuch... win one event versus the yeah. field. So I'm saying side wager. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm starting to like have like flashbacks of a previous Kucher bet. He comes up a lot. <laughs> it's my guy. I don't know. He's on my team. Um, yeah, you got, Dave, talk about your, your Chilean. Yeah, my boy. My young man, my little youngin, Joaquin. My, my knee man. <laughs> <laughs> it was begging to be done. Um, he got you four points, Dave. Yeah. Solid I'm happy sp- with him. Yeah. Can't complain. He's, honestly, I feel like he's in a better spot than he's been since he's been on tour. I mean, he's won. He's won before. Yeah, but I feel like he's in a better spot. Cool. Yeah, cool. and I think there's better things to come. Cool. I think he's only I agree. going up. Look, he, I think he's still like only like 20. Yeah. <laughs> he's a young man, like I said. A knee man. And I got my boy, McKenzie. Hughes. He's got zero points for you. But he also was negative. Like he, He's crawling back. Yeah. yeah. Listen. I think the next did person. Did you see that driver off the deck he hit at ACC? I didn't, but I heard about it. And if I heard about it, then it had to have been good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I saw the result of it. Like, I remember walking in the room after it had been done, and they had showed a replay, and I was like, oh, that's... And that's it impressive. was a driver off the deck. And that was on on 16. Yeah. Yeah, that's a sick hole. Yeah. And either way, not leaving my team. Wow. Locking wow. in Mackenzie Hughes <laughs> with a giant hockey, wow. hockey for the end of the season. Yeah. All right. Okay, so his two least performing <laughs> players, he is standing by. He Any is, of the other ones could the go. Rom yeah, out exactly. The door. Yeah. I mean, I'm locking in Rom too. Okay. I think you're probably locking in all five, is what it sounds like. No, no, no. <laughs> Harris English and Corey Connors and Yokeen could could be kicked out the door. Shit, Mackenzie Hughes could be kicked out the door. You literally just, just said like in. eight <laughs> seconds ago. He no, even though he's locked in. <laughs> Nobody's actually All right, so in. Dave's locks are faulty. <laughs> yeah, my locks. Come on in. <laughs> I, my lock can be fucking picked. <laughs> it's, a, it's locked, but it's like an open door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's locked, but if you have a credit card, I bet Dave, you can pop Dave, speak to through. the final pick, because I think that is the most interesting from your team. Corey Connors? Dude, he's got five points. Yeah, he's my guy. And if, for people out there that don't, don't understand the barometer of success in this league, five points is a shitload of points. <laughs> yeah. For what was the last, last pick, pick in the draft. No, and if your last pick isn't losing you points, you're doing really well. That's true. All right, let's jump up from Dave's squad. Corey uh, Connors the, fucking is killing it for the, me. The, the the higher performing team from this household. Hale's handicapped <laughs> hunks. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Haley's team is killing it. It's a... Uh, this team is really well balanced. She's getting lots of points from a lot of different people, and she finally cut the dead weight that she should have cut a long ass time ago, which was Adam Long at negative four points. She stuck by her boy for too long. It should be noted, I, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, she picked her team mostly on name recognition. Yeah. From what she's heard, she, she what, in conversation. Yeah, what yeah. she's heard from television. So it seems like that's a, television, a really what good we've strategy. Talked about and yeah, stuff like that yeah. What name she recognized? So yeah. her her highest points earner and who was the highest points earner in the league for a while? Daniel Berger. Um, yeah. 
look, strong pick. I advocated for Daniel Berger last season. I would continue to da- advocate but for that wasn't her first pick, though. I know. I, I, her, just her, her strongest. Her strongest player right now yeah. is Daniel Berger. Her number one pick is her second highest performer tied with another person, which is the, the big thing to talk about. Um, Bryson DeChambeau, eight points. Uh, I think a lot of us probably expect him to be doing a little bit better than that. Um, he, he he didn't play that much at the beginning of the season. He played yeah. Kapalua, almost won, and then just kind of like dipped out. Um, wait, did he almost win? I can't remember. No. Uh, um. The uh, the 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 other person tied with Bryson DeChambeau with uh, second points earner is Paul Casey with eight points. Yeah, did not see that coming. No, it's wild. That's nuts. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, but he always does tied, well he, he on the California same, swing. He has the same amount of points as Justin Thomas right now, and Justin Thomas won the players. Yeah, Paul Casey hasn't won a tournament this year. Yeah. He's just racking up top tens and fives or top tens and twenties. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like Jason Day, one point for team. I didn't even know Jason Day played this season. <laughs> <laughs> um, but cool. Russell Henley, fuck, one point for? I thought Russell Henley would be like negative three right now. So good for <laughs> he was there. not on my radar. Uh Siwoo Kim, two points. Could have kind of expected yeah. that. And she picked him up late. <laughs> it is hilarious she's in second place right now. <laughs> it's sick she's at second place with 26 points and then we will make the long journey up to first uh six points up to 32 at the bitch tit bandits this is tj's team we were gonna call tj and if tj if you're listening i'm sorry we just ran so late in the previous podcast it would be almost uh 1 a.m your time right now and we're not gonna call you at 1 a.m on a on a monday morning so that's uh that's my bad, but uh, we want to ha- let him have some words because his team is extremely intriguing for a lot of different reasons, um, and and you just his team is purely winning on a, a team effort um, apart from one soul. But uh, you know, three people share the same top spot in points earning on his team with seven points: Sung J M, Matthew Fitzpatrick, and Billy Horschel. You heard me correctly. His number one pick, <laughs> Patrick Reed, who won at the Farmers Insurance. Yep is his least performing player that has points with five points. Jason Kokrak has six points for his team. Billy no, Horschel. that's not true. He has Takumi Kaya. That has points on his team, yeah. the lowest performer. Oh, has yeah, earned points. Very yeah. specific. Listen to the he's, words that I'm he's saying. He's doing a thing. Um, Billy Horschel, seven points. He had just won the match play. Got a couple other things out there. Matthew Fitzpatrick. I don't did he he didn't win, did he? Has he just been knocking out top tens and yeah. and, and, and and uh top twenties? Fucking crazy. Um Jason Kokrak, I mean, you could see a world where he was gonna earn this many points because he's playing well at the end of last season, yeah. but I just figured he was gonna fade. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. Um and then yeah, and then I think TJ unknowingly made one of the most sophisticated meta level, like big brain galaxy brain picks with Takumi Kanaya <laughs> by just choosing someone who will never play on the tour and not lose him points. Yeah. He's just like, I'm just going to choose some, like he might as well have just chose all Palmer. Yeah. Like I'm not on board with that at all. I mean, it's a good strategy. It's, it's working for him. Like he could have just picked like Michelle. Wee and just gotten the same result, which is, you know, whatever you, you're yeah. doing, you're doing you. At least you're being, inclusive. you're not losing you know points. The, the, uh, the, the, I think the crazy thing is, is just like Patrick Reed 
I figured it was going to be like him and Sungjae are just going to be like kind of like the two ones that are just knocking out points for him. But it's been a huge team effort, and I think this just flies in the face of everything that I think I know about golf. And <laughs> TJ, who literally doesn't watch golf, and just kind of picked, probably staring at a couple different data sheets, and was just like these guys. And then like it was like all right, autopilot. <laughs> and then, well, it should be said he did. Fucking drops. we've already, we've already we've already gone over that. Yeah. So it's not autopilot. <laughs> I mean, it might as well have been because he has the same squad that he picked from the draft. It was, but it's not. It is because he clearly. It is that though. It is still the team from the same team from the draft. No, it is, but it's not because he clearly cares. Anyway, um, but that's that's the that's the entirety of the the fantasy standings right now. Uh, now what, let's get to the. Gritty nitty. No, no, no. Hold still- on. I wanted to say one thing, which is he has 32 points right now. I took second place last year with like 28 points. It's a completely different league. I though. know. We've we changed the players, structure and players. Yeah, I'm just saying that there's a lot of points on the board, and he's crushing it. He could break Ando, Ando's record from last year. It's a, <laughs> I get that. I, Again, it's you're... It's considerably different. You, yes. have, you have two more players than you had four. Four, like, or we just have five one more player. player. One more player, and you get more. You, you get twenty. You get top, top twenty. 20 now. I'm just saying, like, we're not even halfway through the season. Yeah, I mean, we're on. We're at our first we're on, major. We're on, we're on week fourteen, and there's thirty five weeks. Yeah. So we're not. We're not quite halfway. Halfway. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, he, his team is playing well. There's nothing to say it can't go back down. But for sure, I will like, put money on it. That he doesn't win. Yeah, I mean, it's still early and there's nine other teams. I know. I mean, Hale's Handicap Hunks is just right there. <laughs> stacked. I, I mean, I, I think the sneaky team that just, like, really hasn't, like, really gotten Irish. into, like, has, hasn't really gotten into form yet. His it, team long and straight. I agree. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, is honestly what I would say is Oops Daddy's home. Like, yeah. For JT sure. should be knocking off more points than he's got. And he will when he wins I, the Masters this H- week. Hideki and, Hideki and Abe answer, I think, should be getting some more top 20s than they currently are. Like, I think his team is still going to like start picking up momentum, too. And like Will Zalatoris, if he keeps doing what he's doing, is going to earn a bunch of points, too. So I, I would look out for Oops Daddy's home to kind of make a surge. Yeah, absolutely. And he did have the first overall pick as well, for what it's worth. Yeah, but I think he's also smart with his snake versus you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, before we jump to the Ranger Cup, the last thing I want to talk about is that whenever we come up to a major, there are team head-to-head matchups. And basically what that means is that we now take the 10 teams that we have and they go head-to-head versus somebody else in the league. So the first seed battles the bottom seed, which is TJ's team versus Jimmy's team, and then Haley's team versus Ryan's team, and so on and so forth. And basically how it works is that you take those points that those teams accumulate from the week, and you put them against the other team, and if your team wins, you get five points. If the other team loses, they lose five points. And so the majors week, in combination with all the points being worth double, is a huge opportunity for a lot of movement to happen. So to say who we think is going to win is like kind of insane until we've had a couple of majors because there's yeah. so much volatility during that week. And having the right guys in the mix of the majors is going to be huge. So I'm kind of like excited to see how it pans out because most of the people in this this league have a sizable amount of people in the field yeah so it's uh it's gonna be a good week lots of volatility 
And just to kind of get those those names out there, we've got TJ versus Jimmy, Haley versus Ryan, Dave versus Ando, Tyler versus me, and Mitch versus Clint. And the team... Dave, do you feel like you kind of got a raw deal with this? Because you're in third... And your C that you're against is Ando's team, and he has DJ Tony Finau, Cameron Smith, Bubba Watson, Sergio Garcia. DJ has won the Masters. Sergio Sergio. has won the Masters. Bubba's won the Masters twice. Cameron Smith plays well at the Masters. Tony Finau's gotten T second at the Masters, and Cameron Davis, I don't even think it's in the field. So, like, how do you how do you combat that? Rom's gonna win it. I uh, didn't really put that together until you said it right now pretty and terrifying <laughs> yeah it's cool. um yeah i'm just thinking the rom's gonna take it home i hope that's kind of what you need you definitely yeah, need that you need a rom win <laughs> i think it almost might it'd be i mean you could still technically lose if he won but it'd be really hard to yeah also won. if like finau wins I have a bet on him to win, so <laughs> so you're hedging <laughs> again. Hedging days. It won't matter. I mean, he, he didn't hedge at the time. No, it, it won't it, matter because this is a fifty dollar league, and I'll just pay that with the win. Sounded like another it, hedge. You know. <laughs> I mean, you're. I understand what you're saying. Um, <laughs> I uh, I was kind of hoping for for Mitch's team earlier today when I was trying to figure out it, what because. Clint and I have the same points, so who our seed would be. Up against went back to who was leading before in the previous week, which was Clint, which means he gets to play Mitch, and now I have to play Tyler, who has JT and a few other people. But now after I hear Brooks is going to be in the field, I'm maybe glad that I'm not playing Mitch because if Brooks actually is good to play, then he's probably getting a top 20 or a top 10 if he's actually, quote-unquote, ready to play. Um, So I think I'm actually okay against TJ. Um, or out against uh, Tyler. JT is scary, but I'm not really too worried about like Abe Answer, Brennan Todd, or Lonto Griffin. Like, I just, I'm not scared of them. I'm maybe Wolves Altores plays pretty well, but it's his first time playing there. Hideki historically plays pretty decent there. So if JT and Hideki stay relatively quiet, I think I've got them. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see how it is. Uh, Ryan. I don't feel good. <laughs> we, we don't feel good at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're just going to. Pray for a Webb Simpson. Paul Casey plays really well at the Masters. Jason Day plays well at the Masters. Yeah. Bryson, we'll see. He's the second favorite, but I think we're all kind of fading him yeah. at the Masters. Daniel Berger plays well at the Masters. Um, Russell Henley, I have no idea. I still have no idea how he plays anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, we're going to just pray to the um, golf gods. Siwoo Kim, I don't know about that either. But, yeah, we'll see. But I'm excited for uh, – Wolfie would be a fun win. Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that wraps up the fantasy league, uh, recap and, uh, updates, uh, going to be a cool week. See how things shake out. Stay tuned for the, the masters post pod to hear all that shakes out and how, uh, the, the next segment shakes out as well. So let's transition this into the Ranger cup. This is where I've really been wanting to go. I understand. So, uh, before we get into, uh, the drafting phase of this, because I haven't explained that yet. Um, the Ranger Cup, as I've said, is a six versus six team tournament, kind of reminiscent of the Ryder Cup in our own small Texas version, hence the word Ranger. Um, how this will work is that we have two rounds on the weekend, one Saturday morning, one Sunday morning at two different golf courses in Austin. And the format will be 
a six versus six, but broken into three teams of two, where it'll be two matches, as you see in the Ryder Cup, where it's two versus teams versus each group. And we'll be breaking it up in not a full 18 like the Ryder Cup is for a game format, but we're breaking up by nine holes. So the first uh, nine holes for Saturday will be best ball in the second. But it no- is an 18-hole match. It is, correct, yes. 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 Still an 18-hole match. Two games. And then the second nine, or the back nine on the, on the first round on Saturday, is alternate shot. And then on Sunday... The first nine holes is a best ball as well, but this the back nine is a scramble, and then it's a it's a team uh, match play. So uh, we're finishing uh, with a scramble. We're finishing with a scramble. Okay, I had it backwards in my. Head. It was originally the other way, but so people now know our course on Saturday is Wolf Dancer Golf Club in Austin, and our second uh, go- golf course is Shadow Glen Golf Club. And knowing that Wolf Dancer is now. Saturday, it's now moving alternate shot there because I think the back night at Wolf Dancer is more amenable to alternate shot than the back night at Shadow Glen. I think back night at Shadow Glen will kind of buck some people, and I really don't want to be doing alt shot on the back night at Shadow Glen with a lot of people that may not be uh, the best ball strikers in the world um, <laughs> to kind of fall back to our previous podcast. But speaking of not the best ball strikers in the world, we have a very wide disparity in sp- skills on, in our Ranger Cup. It's not really quite like the Ryder Cup where these guys are pretty good at golf. Uh, most of us suck <laughs> at golf. De- they're decent. They're pretty good at golf. Decent friendly. <laughs> we're not very good at golf. Um, so just to give a breakdown, this doesn't really matter to just about anybody, but I'm going to try to paint the picture of like the, the ranging cast of characters that we have here. Um, we have myself, uh, Andrew Kidd, um, my index right now is a 7.4. So, uh, not exactly, you know, hall of fame career going here. <laughs> not quite. Um, it's not I, bad. I, I, no, it's very good. And then, uh, I, uh, I'm also serving as one of the team captains for this event. Um, and, uh, I'll be doing, uh, uh, the drafting alongside my other fellow team captain, uh, Dave here. So the two, uh, uh, two of us here will be We're drafting here on the pod. Blood related siblings. That's completely irrelevant. Um, <laughs> it's useful information. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll be drafting, and it kind of works out because I'm a I'm a member at Wolf Dancer, and Dave is an honorary member at Shadow Glen. Uh, it's kind of his his home away from home a little bit. Uh, Definitely he, not home, but I mean I Riverside off of the of east side downtown is, is Dave's real home. Yeah. But the, the true Austin Country Club, but uh, Shadow Glen is somewhere that Dave peculiarly plays well at, and we can't Which quite understand. Also it's because he doesn't hit driver. Course too. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. He doesn't hit <laughs> um, driver. And, and, and Dave's index currently is, I believe, a thirteen flat. Yeah, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, also in the podcast room with us, we've got Ryan, who has actually trended down to a seven point eight. Yes. Um, after his best round, best round uh, ever. he ever played today. Yeah, which is you know congratulations. Thank you. Uh, you new got, irons. You got new bag. irons in the back. Tell us about these new. Like actually, not literally about. No, these I, new I, I won't how literally you, tell how, you. How does it feel to have these new irons Man, in the back? What's we're, what's changed? We're currently striping the ball. Um, the last night I played with kid, I had one double bogey and all pars after that. Um, we're, we're flushing it. Some might say like Harris, Harris English. Oh, um, things God. are going really Shit. well. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Dave, I, I mean, I, I glanced right over at you earlier. Like, what's the state of your game? How are you, how's your game feeling? I actually feel pretty good. <laughs> I, I mean, right now, do. yeah, because of the wine. But, like, how does your game feel? <laughs> My game actually feels pretty good, dude. You're, I've been really concentrating on hitting a draw with my irons and i feel like it's what spurred that what made you want to you know start hitting a draw man two-way miss sucks yeah. <laughs> and um i originally when i first started playing golf was hitting a fade and of course you fucking fuck with your game and stuff and i worked into a two-way miss and uh my body recently within the past year has been my miss has been left. So I was like, I just, my body wants to hit a draw. So let's hit a draw and let's make sure we're hitting greens and not just continually pulling it left. So Dave, tell us what, what do you classify as a baby draw? <laughs> Cause I, I know that's your shot shape. <laughs> What's well, his desired shot shape? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just a small little draw. Like yeah, like 30, yard. 40 <laughs> yard draw. <laughs> I mean, it's really relative to what you're feeling, you know. Yeah. yeah. But wow. right on. But yeah, uh, I I feel like 13 is a fair handicap for me right now. I think I have the potential to really exceed that and do really well especially at shadow Glen, or i could play really bad and fuck my team <laughs> team up i mean there's gonna be a lot of people there's, like that's, that. that's kind of my really game bad. though like, yeah I, it's feast or famine like yeah. it's yeah. always been that for yeah. me though yeah. Like, yeah i generally either very i exceed my handicap or i fuck it's it par double bogey yeah it's not like oh he played right on his handicap it's yeah. like oh he went under his handicap or he fucking doubled his handicap yeah. So. Yeah. No, I I feel you on that. And look, I was telling Ryan the the other day, I was like, if Dave wasn't a captain, like, and he was at a thirteen, at the draft, he would probably be my first pick. Yeah, you're, just, you're just because the value. Like, the main thing with you is that like you're familiar with both both courses, and then you play way below your number at at Shadow Glen, yeah. where I think most people are going to struggle because it's quirky. You need to know it. And the thing that people probably want listening probably want to know is that most of the people that are playing in this thing aren't familiar with these courses. They might even be driving in from out of town. And so if they're not familiar with these courses, they might get kind of bucked early and not be able to like bounce back without like a good partner that can kind of carry them. So I think contrary to like the Ryder cup, like actual team parents will be really crucial for Dave and for I, sure. because like getting people are going to vibe together. will be a really big deal with it, especially someone who can actually course manage. Yeah. I was going to say someone who knows the course. Yeah, or can manage. course manage like yeah. that? Like reading a course is like a skill that that's most why, people. That... That's why, like, I'm going. I'm already jumping ahead, but that's why Jimmy needs to like get his head on his fucking shoulders, whatever team he's on. Yeah, we'll we'll get to Jimmy. He's on he's on the list, obviously. Um, next on the next below Ryan, we've got Brandon at a fifteen point three index. Um, probably one of the most uh, well-versed of the Muni scene here in the Austin area. I mean, he just is a, he's a travel journeyman to all yeah. sorts of different institutions. Um, his game travels. He's got a consistent game across the he's board. He's played all the courses yep. in the area. He's not a, he's not a one trick pony. You know, he, he goes out there and he can get the same kind of scores at the same, like all different locations. He can also go low. He can Any go given day. Yeah. I mean, Brand's pretty scary at 15.3. The thing I worry yeah. about Brand is like, 
he dislikes both of these courses. He hates both of these courses. He, like he, he despises. So both of So as them. an outsider, I'm yet to hear about a course Brandon does like. Lions. <laughs> he loves lions. Yeah. He likes valor. He likes valor as well. That's a, such a weird. He loves Riverside. He loves. He home. loves home. Okay. Yeah. Loves Everybody home. loves home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the, the list of courses that he dislikes is much longer than the courses that he and likes. And he, he likes really Corey. likes he a lot of Corey's a fun time. Corey. Yeah. He just likes a lot of courses that I don't like. <laughs> so I, maybe that's just my own bias, but. You don't like home? <laughs> no, I do not like Riverside. <laughs> I absolutely despise Riverside. Those are fighting words. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'll put it out there. This is my Jordan. Our Speed, listenership is a contention at home, dude. They'll find you. Yeah, bring them on. They um, bring their dogs and their weed. Um, I Riverside. Those two things sound delightful. Why? <laughs> they're, both, they're both friendly, but they're not going to beat me up. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Sorry, I was taking a, a drink. Um, after after Brandon, we've got Dan, who's a seven index. Dan's game is peculiar um, in the sense that he's a seven, and yet he has a game just like Dave's that he could go low or he could go high. Um, and for, for me, Dan is one of those players that I I think currently, with him not having played either course, he hasn't played you. He's played Shadow. Oh, has he? Yeah. Um Ryan can speak to this better than me. Like seven. Seven's seven's seven, a tall order. Well, you know, I've been telling Dan for literal years now, you should actually keep your handicap, and he has not done so. So I think seven is probably He's an in injustice. the Jimmy category. Yeah, exactly. Um Dan stripes the ball. He hits a true draw. Um, he's a great player. He's along with kid. One of the few people that he's broken par on golf courses before he's long. He hits the ball. Well, um, and I, he's going to be an interesting partner for sure. He also has new irons in the bag because I have new irons in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, so he was playing with, 15-year-old equipment back from the day when he played high school golf. But he did play high school golf. So he's a competitor. He's out to win. I can tell you he's been hitting the range at Gray Rock and rolling putts. He's going to be prepared for sure. But will he be course prepared? Uh, Depends on his partner. (laughs) So he he relies on someone else to be prepared. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if his partner's me, we're in good shape. Um, uh, I'm interested to see how Dan does. I've had my ass kicked by Dan, and I've seen Dan eviscerate himself. I was going to say, I've both yelled at Dan because his handicap was too low and too high. So, so, you know, it it is what it is. Uh, His handicap is generally depicted by who's playing against him. I I wish I had played with everyone here a bit more and everyone kept a better handicap because... Really, besides the, besides, the, besides the three of Honestly, us. Honestly, it's hard to get 12 people together to play, do something like this. So Yeah. Um, so besides the three of us, I don't really trust almost anybody's hand, handicap that's on no, here. Which I trust fair. dads. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You, you blew the. You yeah. literally just. Jumped uh, I mean, I, dude, I'm just being honest. You, you said uh, you no, he's just doing a whole thing. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. Um. 
down the list after that we got uh we got jimmy at a uh, at a 7.2 this was an 8.5 but all of his scores were over a year old <laughs> and is and he used an, an older system that didn't use a new gin calculation system so what, what happened is last friday I, I played with jimmy and we basically had a, a thing where if he outperformed or underperformed his handicap via his differential at the end of the at the round we plus or minus half of that delta and that sounds complicated but basically his handicap went down when i think dave and i both expected it to go up yeah. <laughs> but uh you know he played really fucking well if i can speak to jimmy here or for jimmy here um he out of the 14 fairways you had to hit he only missed one of them yeah and uh out of those 14 fairways he hit driver on 12 of them and, and those they, are hard fairways and, to hit, and they, too. Yeah, it was that Wolf Dancer. I mean, Jimmy, and, when he's playing good golf, is extraordinarily good at golf. Well, and the biggest thing here, too, I was, I was going to say is that, like, he wasn't, like, doing, like, a, a mellow driver. So he was fucking ripping at it, like, yeah. trying to hit it pretty much yeah. as hard as he could. And it, they were just dead, cold, frozen ropes man like not they didn't have a single yard of cutter fade on them or i'm sorry cutter draw on them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh it, it was it was he was putting on a fucking clinic off the tee like yep. it, it was it was really cool to watch Hard and, to repeat. The Jimmy and, and the biggest thing too I, is that like yeah if I'm, he has the right partner and you can manage him around a course like he could he could really help um i like him at wolf dancer Dave and I played him with him at Shadow Glen a month and a half ago, and he shot damn near in the hundreds. So um, we don't have very much consistency on this board. If I'm being completely honest, I don't know a lot of these people's games, but like, if I'm being honest, I think the two most consistent players on this board is me and Clint. (laughs) What? And Clint being the most consistently bad player on this board. (laughs) That's hurtful. I mean, is it not true? Like your handicap just went down three strokes in it two days. It went down one stroke. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it you can w- pull up your handicap going, history on gin. Going down a single stroke in gin is significant. Like, yes, it is. Like you're, you're right. You're you're right you're, in you're, the fact you're, that you're inconsistent in a good direction. Yes, right now. you're, and you're correct in that you can count on Clint to be Clint. Exactly. That's my point. Like that's the dichotomy I was trying to present there. But you guys kind of like what? Well, I was just offended. That's all. I mean, d- it, it hurt me personally. But you're not wrong. I'm. I'm not saying you're wrong. You're objectively right. No, I, and I'm not trying to say it as like a as a mean thing no, either. No, no, because no. I think if you want to get a lot better at golf, like being consistently whatever your skill level is right now, and I mean like not consistent in your game, but consistent yes. in like what your performances, what are, you're playing to, like that's not necessarily a good thing. Like you don't want Clint to be consistently yeah, shooting like, 130. Yeah, like just shoot 110 would be awesome. You, you don't. You don't want that. No, like, you're correct. Like I'm struggling to like hit the ceiling. I keep being like staying where I am. Yeah, like, and that's that's frustrating for me. So after Jimmy, we move into the guy that we were just talking about, the other most consistent player in the league, Clint. At the a, only person with the LOL next to their handicap. <laughs> His index is a 28 right now, and honestly, he's gonna be a delight to see play out there. Um, Clint, uh, I will tell you right now, if he's on my team, we're going to the range about two hours before we. There's nothing you can do. No, there There is is for sure stuff that you can do. I'm more concerned about you getting him to the range two hours early for (laughs) an early morning tea time. (laughs) I will work his driver out 
to the point where he will feel where relatively he's, Well, he, here's the thing is that the audience seems to understand why you need to work his driver out. And the, the main thing <laughs> being here is that uh, Clint plays what I would graciously call uh, a mega slice. <laughs> he's Bubba adjacent. Oh, God. He, he kind of blows Bubba out of the water, honestly. <laughs> if we're talking about someone who can get the most curve on a shot, we I've played multiple rounds with Clint that have had houses on the sides of them, and he's starting his drives. In like, the front yard. I'm talking more than like maybe 50 to 55 degrees dead left, and he is starting his, 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 his cuts like over swimming pools and then back into the fairway. But it, for to finish in the right rough. Yeah. No, and, no, no. You're absolutely and, right. And, and I think, realistically, it is slicing 80 yards and going 120 <laughs> yards forward. Yes. And uh, it, I mean, he regularly plays drivers into par threes. Yes. <laughs> I've seen him do well with that strategy, too. So there's some, there's some the there's some fundamental the you know there's some fundamental corrections that can be done to Clint's game to make him significantly dangerous at that index level, and then also getting the best out of his game where he's and not I've driving. I've literally done it in one try on a tee box, straightening out his drive. So if I spend, oh my god, I would love if to I spend watch an this hour session. with him on the range before a round, and he just can commit to a certain swing all day and he might hit a couple fairways like 200 yards down. <laughs> like, Am I hearing a Dave first pick is Clint? No, you're not hearing that. <laughs> I just, just um, yeah. I mean, we'll see like Clint, Clint is one of those scenarios where it's going to be really interesting to see how he plays. He also is a bit of a hothead. I also called him the other day talking about the ranger cup because i don't have a car right now and i was like hey are you staying at the house for the ranger cup because i'm gonna need a ride if you are i'm right down the road my guy he's like yeah i am probably and i was like sick he's like but i'm probably not driving because i'm getting hammered (laughs) there are two guys (laughs) in the field that are gonna be schwasty faced and that's clint and another guy we haven't addressed yet that we can get to yeah he he's he's next on my list and I don't think he had a uh, an index put in, did he? I can't imagine he did. Um, what Bryce? Bryce? Yeah, he did. He said he was like, "I'm like right where Dave is, right?" <laughs> <laughs> the question mark at the end of that means I'm not buying it. I actually am pretty. I he's what are we settling at? He's definitely right around where I'm at. I feel Pace? like okay. I, I, we can give him a 14. We can give him a 12. We can give him a 13 right where I'm at. I think that's right in the ballpark. Hmm. Okay. I mean, would you attest to that? I've only played You've, with him once. I know. I've, I've been I've played golf with him like guy, twice. And he hits the ball well at Top Golf <laughs> after a couple <laughs> yeah, Bloody Marys. Um, 13 seems right. That's fine. 13. He's also not on the team yet. So Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to think about. He could also what if he co- be playing like a fucking 20. Like, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so Bryce is tentatively a fucking uh, just a loose cannon. Did, did like, he did he knows. say I'm playing near Dave? Did he say anything? Yeah, okay. he said that. Yeah. I'm not like, like I'm asking a, gen- yeah, 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 like a yeah. serious question. I, just I think he said it. I'm right around where Dave is at. So like mid to high 80s is expected. 
I'll play him as a 13. If you want, I'll put Bryce down as a 13. I'm just trying to see you. We should just lock him in right now. This is the official time if we're going to do it. uh, That's what I'm saying. 13. Just lock him in. I was going to say, who are we? No. No. Okay, he's a 13. Yeah. Um, he said, kid, would you say w- would you say I'm similar to Dave? Oh, he asked me a question and I missed it? Yeah, and then I said, that's what I told him. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> I like the ha, And ha, then ha, he ha, never ha. responded. I must have missed it. Man, it's um, like you have a job or something. <laughs> um, Everyone in this group message has a job. Yes, to be clear, there are <laughs> yeah. no homeless people playing in this event. Although we were I don't know if that. that's true, but... <laughs> Um, moving on from Bryce, uh, we've got Keith, uh, at a 7.6. I've never played with Keith. I have, and, uh, I've only played with him once, but I've heard a lot about his game and I can attest to what I've seen. He, He can stripe the ball. I think he played high school golf. Um, but his short game putting is not good. I know Keith from a past life. He's an incredible athlete. What does that mean? When we wakeboarded together, okay. Like I thought, you're like making up some like no, 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 abstract no, like, no, voodoo, I'm not, like I'm not gonna be like, hey, we're both Sagittarius. Like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I was ask. <laughs> no, he and I wakeboarded together. He's an incredible athlete. I I can imagine he can stripe a golf ball. Yeah, he he can rip the driver and he can rip his irons, but his chipping and putting is you know he's it's gonna like he's the gonna hard have part some, of the game. He's gonna have some three putts. But he's also going to hit some greens and reg. Yeah. Okay. Um, after Keith, we've got What's Jack. What's his index? 7.6. Yeah. So Jesus. after Keith, we've got Jack, uh, Jimmy's little brother. At Whose tw- index could be... We have no fucking clue. It, he says he's a 20, right? Is that what Yeah, 20. And, he, and then he Jimmy was be, saying that he... could he, be a 30. Like Jimmy's saying that his typical round is between a 90 and a 100, which wouldn't be a 20. <laughs> no, it would be like an 18. <laughs> it, it, yeah, maybe even less than that. Um, but uh, I, I guess we'll play him at a 20. I mean, we're, look, we've had some dropouts, and as much as I like Jack... Um, I was looking to play with people I knew their games because I could make a proper draft and pick. But yeah. and I, I actually organized to try to play with Jack a few times. Um, just couldn't seem to line up schedules and make it work. Um, so things are start getting a little squirrely, and we've actually had a few yeah dropouts. So uh, you know we're, we're we're making this work, man. We're just trying to get a Ranger Cup out yeah. there on the on the on the turf. So yeah. uh, it'll be interesting. We'll see what comes out of Jack. How uh, old is Jack? I think he's like twenty two. Okay, three, so it's not like, like a high school kid. No, no, no. He can he can legally drink. That that's the important part that <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for. I was hoping he couldn't. And that <laughs> that'd be a <laughs> good keep, keep good him in. Um after that we've got uh their homie uh Trent uh who is a 5.2 also haven't played with Trent. Uh 5.2 is a Trent golfer. and Jack are the two guys in this group that nobody No hears. one's played. Yeah, complete yeah. wild cards. All them ringers. Yeah. yeah. And then uh our buddy Jaime was uh, supposed to play, who was a 1.8, would have been would like have been the standout, the best, the best pl- yeah, the best handicap player yeah. out there, by far the best driver of the golf ball out of all of us, yeah. like absolute, just like smoke show off the tee. Um, 
kind of questionable short game, if I'm being honest. But yeah. um, very questionable. <laughs> I had to get some <laughs> smoke sucks. in there. But uh, I listen. I'm a 13 handicap. In the last two matches we've played, I've beat him straight up. So I just, I just can't believe he's so good at golf and yet doesn't know his yardage is. <laughs> what? <laughs> like I've seen him airmail so many. So games. he doesn't know how. Wow. He does, but he doesn't. Yeah. Hmm. Like I, so it sounds I, like he doesn't. He's a space cadet, is what he is. Yeah, but unfortunately, he won't be playing he's with this weekend. He's another guy that could very much get a lot out of a caddy. Or oh like yeah, it, or a, a partner. If you yeah. said, "Hey, hit this full," and he just hits it, it's like, "Oh, okay, that goes to the center of the green." I if know? if I were caddying for Jaime for every single one of those rounds, he'd be like a probably a plus one. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Like. He wasn't even paying attention when I played with him at Live Oak the other day, and he shot, I think, a 73, hmm. and he left so many out there. Wow. <laughs> um, but, which is actually really impressive considering that, like, I, he, 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 wasn't, he wasn't this good, like, like a year ago. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah. He was, though. I, I, like, he definitely was. He's talented. Well, He's I can, good at golf. He, yeah. Um, and then to fill in for Jaime, we've got my dad. Art. Our, 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 our dad. Uh, last second kind of call-in today uh, to fill in, um, which is honestly pretty sick, if I'm being honest. Clutch. Uh, yeah. Very, clutch. very clutch. Um, he's a 15.6. Um, and he he's deserves pl- better, but... He's been through a lot. Yeah, yeah, he he just came fresh out of a uh, a liver transplant surgery, and he's he's only played maybe a handful of rounds since then. Coolest he's, golf uh, bag uh, in the game. Yes, yike, <laughs> yikes. Um, you know his game is actually pretty interesting in the sense that like after surgery, his swing is slowed down because of the incision and mobility and flexibility, but it's smoother. And I don't think he's really lost any yardage because of that, because I think it's actually like more fundamentally sound of he's emotion connecting with the ball better and uh and you know he has a potential like we're 15.6 it's actually help. pretty deadly yeah um and he knows how to manage a golf course yeah so yeah if you or i were paired with him on either of the courses and told him what to hit it could be helpful and he's played wolf dancer now recently um i don't think he's played shadow glen it'll be interesting to see how that goes um but once again he he can easily be just instructed and like, yeah. he'll know exactly what he, what he needs to do. He doesn't I'll miss have to, left or right. Generally. I mean, he does like everybody does. Like, I just feel like he's a, like a kind of a short and straight player. I don't, I, I, I don't know. His driver well, is just, you don't know what the yeah. fuck's going to happen. I think he tries to like hit I, a draw. I also I, haven't but, played with him since the surgery. So I've played a decent amount with him. He's been a, a shamble partner and yeah. played some events prior, but I haven't seen the new swing. Yeah, so. I, I wouldn't really think of it as being all that short. Um, I would say as far as like the, the the group of people that are on this list, like I think he's right out there in the same length as, you know, Brandon or or <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mean that in a mean sense. Like, Ryan, you murder it. Yeah, no, I and, just... And, and, <laughs> the Brandon jab was good. <laughs> well, I, I mean, he hits it He hits it further than Clint. I mean, what do you want me to say? Yeah, like, that's true. Well, Clint covers more distance, for sure. 
the uh, from down, left to right, but down the fairway. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. As far as actual <laughs> proximity to the hole, no. But Clint's no, covering some ground. No, I don't even think that's fair because Clint hits like the fall across the side on like the toe of the club. <laughs> And, like, no, I think even if you added the left to right and the straight together, it still would only be, like, 190 yards. Like, that seems harsh. Like, Listen, I can get Clint out to 220, no doubt. Jesus. With better form and technique, but, like, if you just took what he's currently thinking yeah, yeah. doing. That, like, yeah, that's fair. But, yeah, like, I, I think there's tons of value in uh, my, my, my dad being picked up by one of the teams. Listen, 15.6 for dad is – Superb. You could pick him first and not be upset with it. Yeah, I, I really, I wouldn't bat an eye on that being being the case. So uh, let's get into it, dude. Let's get these teams going. Let's. We can also dive into real quick, real quick before we do it. Uh, me and Kid played a match last Sunday. Kid smoked me. It was a stroke play match, along with I, being a at team. Kid's home course. Yeah, he's a new member there. Fucking It was a net stroke event too against yeah. each other. Yeah. Yeah, you smoked me. I'm not I'm not trying to evade that at all. Yeah. But yeah, you you beat me. Um yeah, so I've got the first pick. It's not a snake draft, it's just two of us. We're just gonna alternate back and forth. It's not like I get a pick, then Dave gets two. Like that's yeah. just not how this works. Is that not how we're doing it? <laughs> <laughs> that that um, is not a snake draft. Uh in that case I'd be like, I would just tank the the match against yeah. Dave. <laughs> um so yeah, so I've got the first pick in the draft, and I will be selecting Ryan. Hey. I had a feeling you were gonna do that. Thirty six on the back nine at Wolf I'm Dancer. You're picking Brandon. Hmm. Interesting. I will be picking. I will be picking Dan. Ooh. So, do y'all want to elaborate on the picks at all? Yeah, <laughs> We're just I, gonna run through all of the picks. Well, I, pick them and then I, go yeah, through them. Uh, yeah, I'll explain. I picked Ryan because Ryan has played both of these courses. Ryan inherently can course manage on his on his own. Ryan can help and guide someone that I think might be struggling. And then I think in, in terms of Ryan's ability to possibly get the best out of his own game when he's not playing well is a benefit that I think other people might not have. I picked Brandon mostly because I... Team know, Soul? Yeah. Well, <laughs> team that, Soul. That Team Soul, for sure. But uh, me and him know each other's games probably better than anyone besides maybe you and me in our games. Um, so if we are on a team together, I'm very confident that we can, we can get a point for the team. If we were a team together, um, if not, I know he know, has a course knowledge of both the courses to guide someone else if need be. Um, yeah. Can I ask a selfish question? Sure. Does Brandon know your game better than I do? Yes, I would say so. I've played with yeah. him every Monday for like four years. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I have a really good understanding, but I think you do too. I'm not saying you don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying but four like, years is a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe even longer Four, yeah. maybe five or six years. Like we've played literally every week for okay. a long time. And we've played matches on each other's team like many times. So, okay. Um, yeah. And you picked, I picked Dan okay. as my second pick. Um, most because he's <clears throat> his potential is as high as like Dan could play really well out here, 
but he needs Ryan to play really well, most likely. <laughs> so having them pair together for if he's never played Wolf Dancer, then I need Ryan to guide him around Wolf Dancer. And I, I would say he doesn't even need me to play well, but I can I can coach Dan up really well. Dan, see, also I also need him a few times point. I've played with Dan. He seems like a guy that can get down on himself kind of quick in a golf round, and I feel like Ryan's a guy that could like keep him from doing that potentially. For sure. I also need Ryan to keep Dan on pace of play is the main thing. <laughs> yeah, my my dad literally calls Dan Sergio. <laughs> like he, he's a. Uh, He's not the quickest. Um, yeah, this is where I come to a crossroads. Ooh, um, I think I know what's coming here because I haven't thought this far ahead. I knew you're. You're good. It's rosy, but yeah, you're yeah, right. It's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, so I knew I'll, I I knew you were gonna pick Ryan. I was going to pick Brandon, and this is where I'm in a crossroads because I'm thinking about Jimmy, but I don't know what his handicap is going to do to him when he plays. We know your pick. Um, well, you don't because I don't even know my pick. <laughs> oh, I know who you should pick. Um, you think I should pick Clint? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but then you can't play with Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then you gotta coach him up for two hours on the range at six AM. Um I So I have me and Brandon. <laughs> yes. Jesus, Dave. Come on. <laughs> We're only on the God knows what's gonna happen when we get to round nine. I'm picking There's not that many picks, man. I'm not I'm the ninth picking... person. I'm picking Keith. That's a good call. I'll be picking Dad. I was going to say, that's who I, you should have picked. I was thinking about it. For yeah. Sure. Man, I love this already. <laughs> I wonder what Rosie was barking at. <laughs> it was a pizza guy. You didn't hear it? <laughs> Called in pizza. <laughs> it's been a long night. It's back so, to you. Yeah, it's back to me. Um, so I have me, Brandon, and Keith. Yep. I am going to pick Jimmy. So uh, call me off if I'm wrong here. Y'all didn't elaborate again on why you picked who you picked. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, I picked my dad because of the stuff that we had already talked about in the yeah. sense that like his handicap is pretty high considering how good i think he can play especially now that he's played wolf dancer and also once he has kind of something more on the line i think he, he could be more easily he could, he could he's gonna step it up and i think he can more easily rein himself in like when him yeah. and i were playing as dave and richie like he was taking clubs from like that's ridiculous you shouldn't do that he's like i'm gonna hit a low tire stinger against the wind here and hook it around there yeah. i'm like, like what the fuck are you talking about so <laughs> i would would request uh, i would play with your dad at wolf dancer i think it'd be really good for me that, i was also going to say that like you could manage you could manage uh 
Dan and I can manage Dan and then you could play with my dad and I could play yeah, with my dad. Exactly. So that's kind of like what I was thinking about. It's like I could get my dad a comfy pairing with either of us yeah. without any problem and he could be great value. Yeah. And so, just so people are clear, in the way that you're a team and your handicaps work, for alternate shot and a scramble, you average your two handicaps. It's combined together. handicap. Yeah. Is there any deficit? Is it just a hundred percent combined? It's not the like seventy five percent combined. The thing is it's combined and cut in half. Us oh, three 50%. always have to be in different groups. Yeah. Which sucks, but at the same time, we have to know that. I mean, that's already the case kept. for you. Like, we're on the same. Like, it's mostly for us to not be in the same yeah. group. No, I'm not. I'm talking about pairings. I know. That's what I'm four. saying. No, like, no like, matter what, you can't fine. be in the same pairing. Yeah. Oh, you mean like against playing Yeah, because I could be playing Dave. Are you saying you well, got. Well, we can't because we need to make sure Ryan is keeping the correct score of that fucking group of Yeah, four. so we all need to be in different groups. A yes. different uh, we head can to trust somebody to no we can't score. no we, yeah, can't. we can't we can't oh god <laughs> we can't jesus we don't even have basically for the group for, using for numbers each tea, all three of us have to be on different tea times okay that's fine we'll make that work it's kind of a bummer but yeah. you know it is what it is yeah um me and kid would light anybody in the field up i i i mean maybe <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so, you didn't talk about Keith. I'm sorry, I don't want to drag no, this it's, out. But no, I, you're I, I good, hear man. You're part of the fucking podcast. Um, really, f- also from what I mentioned earlier, I've played with him once. I've heard a lot about his game from different people, and I know he can hit the ball well. Uh, I think I can hopefully figure out someone to pair him up with that knows the course decent the courses decently whether that's jimmy or whoever it yep. is um so we'll figure it out i mean i think him and jimmy could be a lethal, lethal they could part. be salty if, like if bryce lethal. is the right amount of drunk yeah but <laughs> yeah. you chose bryce i thought you chose no he, i haven't I, he, he, I he's talking about keith i'm, I'm talking about keith yeah. and jimmy if they yeah. i mean keith is a 7.6 and jimmy's a 7.2 if they both are on jimmy and we're, jimmy if jimmy can which i generally have to guide jimmy through courses but if jimmy can get his head on straight and if i can pep talk him and be like dude let's Take Jimmy's also not on your team yet. No, I he picked is, Jimmy. Oh, okay. Jimmy. Yeah. I was talking to him about it on Friday. He was like, "I just need someone who's gonna play like as good as me. Like I, I need, I need do I, that. I need momentum. Yeah. Like I need someone that I can vibe with and like we're both hitting good Keith shots. Keith can yeah. do that. Keith like, can be that. And guy. I, I completely agree with that because I think that's the pairing. Because for Jimmy to me, like if Jimmy has to like carry someone, he's gonna fucking not carry someone. Yeah. He's gonna be mad about like, it. Yeah. But Keith could bring Jimmy to the make him rise to the occasion. Like yeah. oh, I'm playing like shit. Like, this guy's striping. Well, Keith's it. gonna stripe a two hundred forty yard four iron. My previous yeah. idea was I was gonna put Jaime and Jimmy together. Yeah, yeah. So, kid, your pick? Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's Dave's. I have me, Brandon, Jimmy, and Keith. And you have first pick. Me, Dan, and my and dad. Your dad. So I have the pick. Yeah. So it's on me. Cool. Yeah. Um, wait. Do you not have a fourth person? I have Ryan, Dan, and my dad. Yeah, and I have me. I have, I didn't hear you pick Jimmy. He I did. He, Keith was his latest pick. Yeah, I yeah, thought I think, he had Keith and Brandon. He has Brandon, Jimmy, and Keith. Okay. Yeah, and then I picked Ryan. Yep. Dan and my dad. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I now have the pick between Clint, Bryce, Jack, and Trent. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Trent. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's the a five handicap five apparently. Handicap, yeah. Well, yeah. Th- and the reason I say that is because these are two difficult golf courses, and. I think it might exaggerate bad handicaps worse. Definitely. There's a lot of punishment at Wolf Dancer and Shadow Glen is quirkiest. And I get it, like we'll do be we'll be doing course handicap adjustments and they'll right. adjust however they need to for sure. how difficult the course is gonna be. And we're gonna be playing approachable tees for people. So it's not like if you can't like get the ball up very well that you're gonna get eaten alive right. at Wolf Dancer or something like that. But uh you know I'm going to err on the side of having good golfers. Yeah. So <laughs> So I'm picking between Clint, Bryce, and Jack. Another reason why I chose Trent too is that you don't feel obligated to choose Jack for Jimmy cuz he's friends with Trent. So you he'll be he'll have a home on either side. I'm picking uh Bryce. Oh. So it's between Jack and Clint. Yeah, I'll be going with Jack, <laughs> and I'll take the boy Clint. All right, so you guys can catch Dave at the range at six a.m. <laughs> working with Clint. I will be working I, with. Clint. I liked the idea of having a comfy pairing with Jack and Trent too, because I didn't really know where to put Trent if I didn't have Jack. Yeah, I don't know who I'm gonna pair Clint with. I feel like I'm gonna have to bite the bullet. But it's I gonna don't be want you. To. Doesn't this kind of like pre-select the pairings though too now? Because like now you probably have to play against Jack and Trent. Because they, I have to keep a score in a tee time. You have to keep a score in a tee time. Do we really not think we can trust these no, guys with we scores, especially with pops? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I will uh, like I'm volunteering right now. I will make the scorecards as something that I do all the time for the MGA. I will make scorecards so it's dude. We cannot easy. trust someone else. I'm. I can't. I can't. I just don't think it's fair to. Who are you gonna trust to do it? Literally, any of those dudes know how to write the score. Firstly, da- or firstly, Ryan, you don't know half of these people. <laughs> I assume they know how to write numbers on paper. You think they but understand it's not just handicaps right. and pops? No, and I'm like saying I will put pops on the cards. They don't understand that, dude. Uh, I mean. So if I put two little score marks I don't think on a they, scorecard, they wouldn't know gonna, how to write. I, 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 I think, don't know if they're going to care oh, enough. I think Jimmy could do it. I think Jimmy could do it. He's gonna. He's on my team, and it's going to take away from his game. If oh, this is selfish oh my now. God, poor guy has to keep scoring golf. I mean, look, if we have to do that, it's fine, but it just seems kind of absurd to me to assume – None of us can be. Oh in the same man, time. we, me and Kid talked about this beforehand. If y'all agreed I, upon I it, that's I no, fine. No, I don't think we talked about this. We part did of talk it. about how you, me, and Ryan. I thought you were be... talking about cheating, though. <laughs> oh well, that's a we whole. Were ta- we were talking about how we, us three should like not be cheating, keep... but like obeying the rules of the game. We like, should yeah. be that... in separate tetons to make the 
one of us should be in each of the three Tetons. I remember having that conversation, but I didn't think it was for scorekeeping purposes. That's I, what I, I thought that, it was for. That uh, was my intention to make sure the scores are. I thought it was for like playing correctly. the rules. Of so, especially, especially because at the nine, the game is switched. Which is true. I mean, that's not that hard, but it's fine. You so, say it's not that hard, but you play golf every single week. Yeah. That's true. And you play tons of different games and tons, yeah. of, tons of different formats. Yeah. There's people playing this week that probably haven't played this year. Yeah. Or and have never played alternate shot or have never played. The, they don't know what's going on. Sure. It, it takes one of us to make sure the game is being played correctly and the fucking. That's fine. How about this? We'll play the first day with us separate and see how well people pick up on them and see if anyone is amenable to being able to figure out. I'm fine with that. If there's someone that we think is coherent enough for the second day to take the reins and you can switch up teams if you want. I could see Keith being capable of doing it. God, I hope so. Potentially. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, we need to make sure the score. Like, Bryce will be faded. Clint will be faded. Like, Dan is capable. Dan Dan is capable. Yeah. Um, you know, oh my God, is the list that short? I mean, Jimmy will be Dave. Dave is apparently putting a fucking embargo on Jimmy doing anything besides hitting golfing. a golf shot mechanically. Yeah, which firstly you can't fucking do that. If we need Jimmy to take, keep a score, we're gonna fucking make Jimmy take take a score. This is why he played I high brought, school golf. This Dave. is why I brought this up beforehand. I was oh saying that you, me, and Ryan have to be in separate groups. Okay, so the important question that I have right now, Dave, is. Are we playing everything lateral? Well, technically, everything is lateral. At Wolf, Wolf Dancer, Dancer it is. What? Every That's native area is lateral. Uh, okay. Firstly, we've already <laughs> talked about this, and I told you it's because of resort play, keeping pace of play. Yeah. And they, they yeah. You're right. I just was trying to get a dig in. <laughs> um, but that's not the case with Shadow Glen. Not everything is lateral there. Yeah. Um, that all being said, like... We'll we'll play the first day like that, and, and we'll see how it goes. Okay. If we think anyone's capable, which I'm feeling less and less confident about. I so, have no confidence. So what is our just out of curiosity? What is our handicap disparity? We're going from yeah, a can... five to a twenty-six, I think. What? Apparently, Trent's oh. the fucking best person here. At a five. At, at a five, two. And Clint Which is a 26. I have zero confidence that yeah. he's the best golfer out of the people here. How do you, he could how, be. How do you know that? He I'll just put money have... on it. How are you going to prove that? By how he plays over the two days. Well, but the, I mean, there's so many circumstances. Yeah, there is. Yeah. What if Clint play like plays shit? the best? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ignore that. <laughs> But I'm just saying, I, I think we have a fucking massive gap of around 20 strokes out there. I mean, he like the reason why I'm a little bit confident about about Trent is that he that Jimmy was showing me his phone of Trent scores that he sent to him to like put him in, and there was like 50 scores. Yeah, like like the the kid plays a shitload of golf. I'm not saying he's not a legitimate five. No, Dave is what said that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about the kid. It's just coming in at a five, and he hasn't put a score in in a year. That's not at all what he just said. Yeah, but that's what he said in the fucking group message. If you read the group message, I have not. He's like, those, got... those are old scores. I don't. I but I probably shoot around fucking eighties most of the time, or something. Eighties like most of the time isn't a five. Yeah, exactly. 
But if he said, oh, okay, that'll be interesting. Um, 88, 79, 77, 85, 83, 81, 77, 91. I would but call these that... are also like a year ago. June of last year was the most recent one. Hmm. All the all the T's are blues. <laughs> Congrats, man! You played. Has it, are there any Shadow Glen or Wolf Dancer rounds in there? Oh now shit! They... Oh shit! I never really thought about that. I, I well now that's looking at his at his rounds. They're like are they all Riverside? Three, are they all the, Lago courses. Three of them are Point Venture. Oh. Uh... For those of you listening that don't live in Austin, <laughs> that's not a good thing. <laughs> And then two of the other ones are Lago. Is one of them I, Butler Pitch and Putt? <laughs> but he, sh- he shot he shot a 77 at Cowan Creek in Sun City, which is actually a pretty... Yeah. It, it's actually, I mean, it's not a hard course. I just don't know how legitimate these guys are playing if they're playing the ball down. It's so. as if we just made someone's handicap up like five minutes ago, which we did do. <laughs> I mean, they sent them in like... Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going out on a limb for five point two is very good, and I don't think he's a five point two. Kid, you made a good choice with your number one overall pick. That's all I'll say. I knew he was going to pick you. I did too. I mean, and it, I was it, planning it, on going with Brandon because I I would like to be paired with Brandon, but I'll most likely be with Clint. It, well, it, it'll be. I mean, it was a tougher pick with you at a seven eight, but I think you're going to play to it. Yeah, I I just trust you to make the right decisions out there. Yeah, I know. Both I'm definitely those a little scared well. of the Jack Trent thing for sure, <laughs> but Jack could easily play like a Clint. Is he that bad? But Clint I've, I've, also, never played, I've never played with him either. Clint could also play like a double Clint. No, he's not going to. Oh he's my gonna God. be hitting a straight driver. Can we please like if we do nothing else, can we I wanna film this coaching Rage session? session. <laughs> I'm Dude, I've literally solved his driver on a T box. Yeah, but that's Two before times. he so here, cools here, up twice. Here's one thing that I can at least maybe calm my worries a little bit with Trent is that J- Jimmy said he's a baller. I'm just saying, like at least, at least that's at least someone. You have saying a testimonial that, like, from someone who knows golf, says this kid's good. Yeah. Like, if Jimmy's like, "Oh, dude, I haven't played with him," then like, yeah, I, yeah, I like yeah. the tournament, I'll be like, "Oh shit!" Like, we'll see. Like, maybe we show up and like, I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. I mean, we didn't. We 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 had fucking three stand-ins. Like, yeah. Or we lost Jaime. We lost Rich. We lost Colton. Like, it's. <laughs> So again, remind us the the um, the format first at day, Wolf Dancer. First day, Wolf Dancer, best ball for the front nine, and yep. then alternate shot for the back nine. So alt shot is the spiciest of all. How, how do you feel about your pairings? I I mean I haven't made the pairings yet. But they're kind of self made. That's the whole point of your three tea times. We're all separate. Like they're yeah. already created. They aren't though. I haven't. I, you said I, well, half of you're them are. You say you're stuck playing with Clint. You're gonna have to play Jack and Trent. So that's the first tee time, and then I have to play with Dad most likely, which means I'm playing against whatever like people you can't have scoring, and then you have to play with Dan. So like Dave, there's no creativity in the parents because you don't trust people to fucking write scores down. 
I can also say I've Do played all shot with people to write scores Jimmy, down? Dan. So I'm assuming you trust Keith. those people that be coherent with two different games on the same round to make sure that people are taking the right pops and counting the scores correctly. I'm telling you, trust you those people. if we get scorecards, I will make it so they just write numbers. There's going to be fuck-ups if it's not us three. I it, guarantee it. I it, will put money on it. I just think if okay. I if I mark pops, it, the dots don't mean anything to them. Well, if I tell them what the dots doesn't mean, doesn't mean anything to them. It, whatever, fine. Okay. Doesn't I mean, matter. do you do you think differently? I think you're really underselling Jimmy's fucking mental capacity. Probably a, a bit of a, a bit here. Same with Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rosalie the fucking seventh grader we played with could write numbers on a card i understand dave's point like people are gonna be lubed up people are gonna be distracted people are gonna be I like i think that most people don't care as much as us and they're just out there playing golf and i don't think they're gonna give they're gonna be like oh i thought that that was the right score like that like that's what's gonna be happening a lot <laughs> that's gonna happen Kind of regardless, though. Yeah, no, but the, they if won't we three are in if the same group, yeah. if we three are at least one of us are in a group, we can make sure that the right scores are being taken. Yeah, I'm fine. It's it's I mean, fine. I also trust Dad to write fucking scores. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I do too. But he's also going to be sitting next to you or you. Or he me. wants his own card. He already told me today. That's fine. Yeah, I said Which I, I said I'll, I'll walk sit next to him. Yeah, I can walk him too. I have a push cart. We'll be fine. No, you've said you're never walking. We'll stand here again. No, I meant Shadow Gwen. <laughs> Which is equally as bad. Yes, yeah, not equally. There's no Close course to. in Austin that's as bad as Wolf Dancer, but walking. Great course. <laughs> I'll keep um, yes. All right, I'm going to just uh, to sum up. I've got on my team Ryan, Dan, Jack, Trent, and Dad. And you have Brandon, Jimmy, Bryce, Keith. Does that sound right? And uh, Trent. No. No, Clint. Clint. Did I not say Clint? (laughs) No. I skipped over Clint. Poor Clint. He's one of the people that will listen to this too. Brandon, Bryce, Keith, and Clint. Yeah. yeah, you you Wait, went with you, you went with the enemy that you know. You're the sixth guy, Dave. You did that. I said me, yeah. me, Brandon, Jimmy, Clint, Bryce, Bryce, Keith. and Keith. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You went with like the enemy that you know. Like you, you played with you, you've played with all of those people. Yes. Yeah. I and went with. Y- I've gone with two guys you don't know. Yeah. At all. <laughs> And trusting that Dan will play well, and I'm trusting that you and I will be able to navigate, navigate Dan. Yeah. And then I chose Trent, and then realized that. Are you going to split Dad up between you two over the two days? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll play with Dad and Dan. Yeah. And then Trent and Jack will play together both days. Give me Dan at Wolf Dancer, please. <laughs> sure. Why? Because he's going to need a lot of coaching out there. Okay. That's fine. I, you would think you would go with the person who knows the course better, but 
Yeah, that's <laughs> not inaccurate. But yeah, I mean that's fine. I can I can help much shadow too. That's fine. Yeah. Um yeah, I look, I I think I have the the biggest question mark on my team. Uh it wasn't ideal. This wasn't exactly I wanted to be able to pick these teams knowing everyone's game. Yeah. That's why I reached out to Jack multiple times. That's why I was hoping Jaime was going to be a part of this. Um, but, you know, this this stuff isn't easy, man. In the, this day and age, it's hard to organize these things. Uh, so, yep, if you guys stuck it out this long. I mean, Trent could be a baller, man. We don't know. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's Water easy saying collar. that for the guy who doesn't have to worry about it. So, yeah. like, uh, I, I'm stuck but in this I whole limbo could, period. I could have to worry about it if he's a baller. I'm, like right now, you don't have like you know what you're getting out of your guys, and you know what you could get even more out of somebody with just more time in the trenches. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to get Clint on the range. <sighs> I just wondering when and how you're gonna. I want to. I just. I'm gonna be there. For that. <laughs> And you're going to be surprised because Clint's an athletic man and I'm going to get his full capability. I just hope these, I hope everyone is on their best behavior is what I fucking hope for. What do you, what do you mean? I just don't want any fucking hoodlum. I don't want any shenanigans at my course and make me look like a fucking shitty member is what I want. I want people fucking, got, I want everyone, cla- I want PGA class acts out there. You, you better be putting sand in your divots. Fuck yeah, you should be. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been real. It's been a long podcast night for us. Thank you for everyone that's listening. That even gives a shit. Peace.